Tatiana Jovanovic, the founder of the Humanitarian Changemakers Network. Welcome to Changemaker Q&A, where we answer questions from young Aussies about social change to better equip and empower you to change the world. If you have a question about making change happen, just head to the link in the episode description to leave us an audio or a written question, or head to humanitarianchangemakers.net forward slash podcast. No question is too big or too small. We can help you with anything from breaking into the social change sector, questions about specific topics or issues you don't quite understand, or advice on how you can best take action to make a difference in the world. Now, on to today's question. Welcome to our first episode of the Changemaker Q&A podcast for 2021. I am super excited that it is a new year. We're leaving 2020 behind us. I mean, technically nothing really changes when it's a new calendar year, but I'm sure we're all holding on to a little bit of symbolic optimism that this new year is going to be a lot better than the last. Um, Now, being a new year, I'm sure that a lot of you are ready to set some new goals for 2021. And today's question that I'm going to be answering is one that I was actually asked on my personal Instagram account, but I thought it would also be really relevant to young change makers. So I kind of wanted to talk about it on here. And it was a question all about goal setting tips. Now, as change makers, I think what makes us unique is a lot of the time we probably have goals that we set that aren't just about achieving things personally. It's not just about personal gain, Um, but we kind of want to achieve things that are also going to help us to have a bigger impact on the world. And so if you stick around to the end of this episode, I will be giving you um, a few suggestions of about eight goals that I think um, young change makers could include in um, their goals for the new year. But before I give you some specific ideas for goals that you might want to set, I want to actually go through um, some really simple and effective goal setting um, processes and tips that will help you. Now, I'm a big goal setter and I've definitely picked up quite a few tips and tricks over the years, most of which work for me, some of which don't work for me personally, but I think um, could work for other people. Um, But I'm always kind of fascinated by the fact that people don't set goals at the start of the year like honestly I have been setting goals every year for as long as I can remember maybe since I was like a teenager and I think like the first time I kind of like sat down and set some big goals was when I was about 15 and I was starting working on my Queen's Guide Award which was like the peak achievement award um, with Girl Guides Australia. And I wanted to get my Queen's Guide award. You have to get it um, before you turn 18. And so I remember sitting down and kind of mapping out how I was going to fit my Queen's Guide award in with all of the other volunteering and obviously high school and other things that I had going on in my life. Um, And since then, it's kind of just become like a part of my life. I do it every year. I check in with myself and my goals um, quite regularly. And I'm, yeah, really just like fascinated by the fact that some people don't do this. I mean, I guess it's not for everyone, but I am a true believer in the power that goal setting has um, to help you kind of achieve your goals and as cliche as it sounds, like live your best life. (laughs) Um, So why do we actually like need to set goals? 
if you've never set goals, you're probably the kind of person who's kind of reached like the end of a year and looked back and thought, damn, like, what did I actually do this year? And I didn't do anything that I really like wanted to do or anything that I thought I would do. And goal setting is what allows you to kind of think about what you want to do with your life, the things that you want to achieve, and then create a roadmap to actually get you there. So that by the end of the year or the end of a time period, you'll be able to kind of look back and say, damn, I'm really happy with what I did this year. And maybe with the exception of 2020, I can honestly say that like every year um, in my adult life, I have like looked back on it and been like, damn, I'm so happy. Like I did everything I wanted to do this year. I'm so happy that I achieved the things I wanted to achieve. So setting goals kind of gives you like a long term vision for your life. But the short term strategy and motivation to actually get there. So it's all about focusing on your acquisition of knowledge and new skills, helping you organize your time and your resources so that you can actually make the most of your life. Um, So like I said, I've been setting goals for as long as I can remember. um, And a lot of the success that I've had in my career and my studies is probably due to the fact that I am such an avid goal setter. So I'm going to outline kind of like the process or the four biggest like tips and steps that you need in order to set goals. Now, the first thing you need to do is write your goals down. Seriously, goals are not goals if they're just a bunch of ideas of things that you want to do floating in your head. That's like a mental bucket list. (laughs) You actually need to write your goals down, whether it's um, like on a piece of paper, in a notebook, on the notes app in your phone, on Asana or Notion, like whatever you use to organize your life, write them down. Obviously, make sure that they're SMART goals. I'm sure you're familiar with SMART goals. Um, SMART is the acronym that stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. So your goals have to um, obviously be specific. You can't just have like these airy-fairy, vague ideas. It has to be a specific thing that you want to achieve so that you can clearly say like, yes, I did this or no, I did not do this. Um, Obviously, they have to be measurable. There has to be some way you can kind of measure your progress and see um, that you've gone from point A to point B. They need to be attainable. You know, don't set yourself a goal that you're going to climb to the top of Mount Everest if you've never, you know, trekked or hiked before. That's probably not a very attainable thing. Um, So you have to kind of be a little bit realistic in that sense. The goals also need to be relevant. Don't set yourself a goal to, you know... um, Maybe have your first piece of artwork sold in an art gallery, but then not spend any time actually creating art. And instead, you know, you set yourself a goal to just research how to get your art sold in a gallery. Like it has to be relevant. If the goal is to have a piece of art shown in a gallery, you actually have to make sure that the goal includes working towards that thing. And finally, it has to be time bound. Give yourself a specific time frame. If you just say, oh, yeah, it's my goal to, um, say, travel to five countries, but you don't give yourself like a time frame to achieve that, you'll turn 50 and you'll be like, oh, yeah, I've only been to two countries, but, you know, I'm still working on it. I'll get to five one day. That's just like a personal goal that I had. I actually set myself a goal to travel to uh, 50 countries by the time I'm 25. So I would have achieved that goal if it wasn't for COVID. I'm currently 24 and I'm sitting at, look, I think 49. So maybe that um, I'll still reach 50 while I'm 25. Who knows? Um, but the second step in order to achieve your goals is to then 
either reverse engineer them so work backwards and establish what the necessary preconditions are in order for you to achieve that goal so that means you kind of break down your goal into small milestones so you say okay if i have a goal to say write a 50,000 word book i need to first of all um write x amount of words um at a time i also need to have a chapter outline i need to have a plan I need to do all of my research. And so you work backwards and you figure out what the necessary preconditions are and then you use them as milestones that you will um, work towards while you're working to achieve that goal. The other thing you can do, depending on the type of goal it is, is figure out a way to make it a kind of daily or a regular habit. So a good example um, for that was uh, when I set myself a goal to learn Spanish. Instead of having like milestones where I was like, okay, I want to be able to say, you know, know a thousand Spanish verbs or I want to be able to have a five minute conversation in Spanish. I could have done it in milestones like that. But for a goal like that, what I wanted to do instead was kind of just make the process of learning Spanish a part of my routine so now what I do is on the days that I um, work and I do my PhD research I wake up on those days and the first thing I do is a 10 to 15 minute Spanish lesson so I've kind of incorporated it into my routine and it's more of a habit now so if you think that a goal might be better suited um, as like a kind of habit that you want to make or a daily routine Um, I would recommend reading the book Atomic Habits. It's a really great book that kind of breaks down what makes a habit and how we can kind of be really effective in incorporating um, habits into our lives. The third tip that I have is to find a way to stay motivated. So obviously, you know, we kind of get distracted, life gets in the way. If there's nothing keeping you motivated then there's really going to be nothing pushing you to keep working towards that goal, especially when things get a bit tough. Now, I would say that the number one thing everyone should do is when you're writing down your goals, write underneath um, like the specific goal, write down your why. Why is it that you actually want to achieve that goal? What is it going to bring to you or what is it going to allow you to bring um, into the world for other people? Your why is really what keeps you motivated. It's why you're doing it. So at a minimum, I would say write down your why for each goal. But there are other things that might keep you motivated. You might want to have maybe a vision board to allow you to envision the future that you're working towards with these goals or uh, what I call a motivation board, which is like a a similar concept to a vision board, except it's more about the why um, of why you're working towards the specific goals that you're working on. So I created a motivation board for my PhD and I wrote down and I printed off a bunch of things that were all about why I wanted to do that specific research project. And it sits on my desk in my office and whenever I'm not feeling super motivated about my PhD I pick up my motivation board and I have a look at it and it reminds me of why I'm there and why I'm doing it and that keeps me motivated another thing you could do is have an accountability partner an accountability partner is preferably somebody that's not like a super close friend or a partner because if it's someone that you're really close to they tend to be a bit more lenient and if you're like oh 
you know, I haven't done this because I've been really, you know, busy doing something else. Your partner's going to be like, yeah, that's okay. I understand. It's all right. If you find someone to be your accountability partner, that's more of like a peer or like a friend from work or university or whatever, they're probably going to show you a bit more tough love. So an accountability partner is, as it sounds, just somebody who's going to hold you accountable, someone that will check in with you frequently and say like, hey, have you done this? How are you going? How have you been um, working towards your specific goal? And they hold you accountable. Another thing that um, really worked for me in 2020 um, is treating yourself to something when you actually achieve the goal. Or maybe if it's a really big goal you kind of break it down into milestones and each milestone you're going to treat yourself to something now what I did was I set myself a goal to be able to run 5k I honestly couldn't run for more than like five minutes without getting puffed and needing to slow down so my goal was to be able to run for five kilometers and I used an app called the couch to 5k app so that made achieving the goal really easy because it kind of um, was broken down into these milestones and it was incorporated into my weekly routine Um, But the thing that really kept me going when I had like zero motivation to go for a run was the fact that I went out and I bought myself a brand new pair of running shoes. So I forked out the money up front. I'd spent the money. I had the shoes. And what I did was I gave them to my sister and I said, you are not allowed to give me these shoes until I can prove to you that I can run 5k in under this particular time. And I think that was so much more effective than just telling myself, oh yeah, once I do it, I'll buy myself a new pair of shoes. Because if I got bored, I'd probably just be like, eh, whatever, I'm not going to buy the shoes. But because I'd already spent the money, they were already sitting there waiting for me, like literally collecting dust as I worked my way through the Couch to 5k app. That kept me motivated knowing that every time I went for a run, I was one run closer to getting that damn pair of shoes. And the final tip I would have for you guys is to stay flexible and make adjustments periodically. So what you need to be doing is regularly checking in with yourself, taking time, you know, whether you want to do a weekly check-in or a fortnightly check-in or a monthly check-in, it's up to you. But check in with yourself regularly, sit down, um, have a look at wherever you've written out your goals, see how you're tracking you know, see how much progress you've made. And depending on your circumstances, you'll have to be flexible and make some adjustments. If you're not working towards them at the rate you wanted to, did you either um, set goals that were a little bit too ambitious and you need to kind of give yourself more time or try something a little bit differently? Or do you think you're well on track and you can set yourself um, some new goals or make adjustments that'll make it a little bit more challenging and keep you motivated? I think 2020 taught us all that we need to be very flexible and adaptable when it comes to goal setting. Pretty much all of my goals for 2020 went out the window during um, COVID lockdown in March. And so I had to sit down and reevaluate and set myself new goals. I'm someone who loves learning, and I'm always looking for opportunities to grow my knowledge and skills. And that's why I swear by Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community where you can explore thousands of classes in design, photography, business, and so much more. Since joining Skillshare, I've taken classes in things like watercolor art, design thinking, art journaling, storytelling through video, art activism, podcasting, and I even use Skillshare to learn Spanish. 
If you're new to Skillshare, you can get started with a free trial to get unlimited access to the entire catalogue with a premium membership. Just head to humanitarianchangemakers.net forward slash Skillshare for a free trial. And if you're already a Skillshare member, make sure to take our Social Change 101 class. So those are kind of like my four biggest tips and the process that I use when I set goals for myself. Now, the beginning of the year is obviously a great time to stop and reflect on what you've achieved um, in the previous year and look forward to what you want to achieve in this year. But at any time of the year, you can stop and take time to look forward and set new goals and ensure that you're doing the most good that you can do as a change maker without making sacrifices to your own well-being. So to help out uh, you young change makers in your goal setting efforts, I've got a list of ideas that might kind of help you get the ball rolling when it comes to setting goals. Now, the first idea is to start that thing. Have you had an idea for a while now about a startup, an organization, a project, a blog, a book, a podcast, basically anything that could help change the world in some way? Now is the time to stop dreaming and start doing. Sit down and devise a plan and take action to start that project that you want to start. As long as you're realistic about how you go about it and what success is going to look like, I promise that you're not going to regret giving it a go. Back in, I think it was 2018, I kind of had the idea for the Humanitarian Changemakers Network and I was like, hmm, thinking about it for a while. And then at the start of 2019, I was like, okay, this is going to be one of my goals for this year. And honestly, like looking back, I'm so glad I set a goal. I sat down um, with like this idea that I had um, and I kind of thought, okay, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. I set it out into these little milestones. I was very realistic about what success would look like um, for this project. And yeah, I definitely do not regret it because I'm so proud of what it's grown into. And I absolutely love every single person who is a part of this community. Another great goal is to read more books. Reading is obviously a great way to exercise your mind and learn more about the world around you. And there are so many great books out there that can help you improve your activism or become an expert on an issue that you're passionate about to maybe learn about historical events or change makers throughout history and get a deeper sense of how the world actually works. I set myself a goal in 2020 to read 50 books, so an average of one per year. Now, I have a list of 44 books that I read. That's not including books, um, like academic books that I had to read for my PhD. Um, but I'm really happy with 44. I have never read that many books. I think the most I've probably read in one year before last year would have been like maybe 20 on a good year. Um, so I was really happy to read more than double what I normally do. Um, and I actually have a whole video on my YouTube channel, Tiana Jovanovic, where I go through and kind of give a short review of all of the books that I read last year. So if you're looking for books to add to your TBR list for 2021, um, I will link that one in the show notes below. Another great goal is to learn a new language. Learning a new language is obviously a great skill to have. Um, and it's one for people in the kind of humanitarian space or working in the social change space who maybe can, you know, translate things or speak a second language at a conference. Or if you're working with people in a particular part of the world, it really helps to be able to speak the local language. 
So if you're not sure which language to learn, uh, obviously think about um, maybe the type of work that you want to go into. If you can see yourself working for a particular organization or in a particular part of the world, go with one of those languages. Otherwise, I feel that you can't go wrong with one of the six official languages of the United Nations. So that's Arabic, Chinese, French, Russian or Spanish. Uh, alternatively, maybe um, you could go with some of the official languages of like the Red Cross or if you're keen on being involved with a particular organization, have a look at the official languages of that organization. I set myself a goal to learn Spanish. Um, like I mentioned before, it's not a super ambitious goal. It's more um, the fact that I wanted to incorporate language learning into my daily routine because I just felt like um, if I wanted to kind of like really dive deep into learning the language, um, I would either kind of have too much on my plate and get stressed out or I wouldn't be prioritizing other things. So for me personally, I just kind of I have learned very basic um, Spanish over the years. Um, but if you're somebody who wants to kind of go deeper, obviously, you know, make that a big goal. You could learn a lot in 12 months. You'd be surprised at how much of a language you can learn in 12 months. I chose to learn Spanish purely because I had done a lot of traveling. And while I was traveling, you know, you kind of pick up bits of the local languages and stuff. And when I was in uh, Central and South America, I just enjoyed like learning Spanish words and kind of like speaking Spanish with locals more than I had um, with any other language in any other part of the world. The next idea for a goal is to make a lifestyle change. As a change maker, I'm sure you know that, you know, change really begins with yourself. You have to be the change you want to see in the world. So why not commit to making a lifestyle change that aligns with your values and the future that you're trying to create? You know, if you're passionate about environmental sustainability, try transitioning to maybe a plant-based diet or a zero-waste lifestyle. If you're passionate about human rights, you might want to commit to boycotting particular brands or products that you know aren't uh, ethically sourced or produced. I made the commitment back when I was 17 in 2013, which is a long time ago, to uh, transition to a vegan lifestyle. And a couple of years ago, I also decided that I would then kind of transition to a low waste lifestyle because it aligned with my values and the future that I was advocating for in the world. Another great goal to set yourself is to travel. Not only is travel super exciting, but exploring new places and meeting new people is definitely one of the best ways to experience the world. And um, it's like... I mentioned in our podcast episode all about sustainable tourism and travel. If you want to change the world, you have to experience it first. So maybe set yourself a goal to fund or find time to travel somewhere new. Now, obviously, with COVID, you probably can't have any adventures abroad at the moment. Um, but just exploring new corners of your hometown or your state or getting out and traveling interstate um, and kind of interacting with new people learning about the issues that different communities are facing, experiencing beautiful new landscapes um, and looking at different ways that people can try and solve the issues that are um, affecting these new places is really going to give you a fresh perspective of the world. Now, obviously, I'm an avid traveler and I always set myself travel goals. Obviously, 2021 is a little bit different. If international travel is off the table for the time being, I'm setting myself a goal to do at least one trip 
every single month to a new place that I haven't traveled to in Australia. So that's my personal travel goal. Another great goal idea is to network. So unfortunately, even in the humanitarian sector, if you want to make it in terms of like a career, it's often not what you know, but who you know, that's going to allow you to achieve um, so much more. So whether you're just an individual with an idea, you're an activist, you're a student, or you're looking to advance um, a really serious humanitarian career, having relevant connections in the field will actually open so many more opportunities for you to achieve big things and make greater impact. So try and make an effort to go to more social events, to more conferences and networking opportunities to, you know, build serious relationships with the people that you meet. And don't forget about building your LinkedIn profile for future opportunities. So maybe you want to set yourself a goal to make one meaningful connection in your field every month or to connect with, you know, three new people on social media or on LinkedIn a month. However you want to do it, totally up to you. But don't overlook the value of networking. And it's not only good personally in terms of achieving personal goals, but networking is actually really important for promoting social change. So we have a whole podcast episode, uh, I think it's called Networking for Social Change, all about how networking um, and taking a networked approach to social change can actually help change makers have much greater impact. Now, the final goal suggestion I have is probably one that you're not expecting, but one that is a huge priority for me in 2021, and that is to rest up. I'm sure you know that self-care is super, super important for your health, um, but it's really important that you actually make an effort to ensure that you're well rested and looking after yourself throughout the year. Make sure that you're well rested and it'll allow you to think more clearly and kind of be more relaxed, which is obviously then going to have a flow on effect with your work or your studies. It's going to prevent any like activist burnout and allow you to just have more energy and motivation and passion to focus on the projects that you want to work on to make change happen. I definitely neglected my um, not only mental health, but I guess physical health in 2020 um, in terms of not prioritizing self-care and rest. I was super burnt out by the end of the year. I was really, really sick. I had to go see a doctor. I had to go see a naturopath. I really had to kind of stop and take a break and reevaluate um, the decisions that I was making in my work um, for my health. So I'm very passionate about this. And maybe I could do a whole episode of self-care if anyone is interested and you want to ask some kind of self-care related questions. Um, definitely do that at humanitarianchangemakers.net forward slash podcast. Um, but those are my eight goal setting ideas for change makers and also kind of like my tips and tricks um, for the process of setting goals for 2021. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope you found it really valuable. As always, any relevant links to things that I mentioned in this episode will be in the episode show notes. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Changemaker Q&A. If you have a question about changing the world that you'd like me to answer, just head to humanitarianchangemakers.net forward slash podcast. If you enjoy the show, we'd really appreciate it if you'd leave us a review so that we can get the word out and equip and empower as many young people as we can to change the world. The Humanitarian Changemakers Network is a solutions media and education platform, so feel free to head to our website for plenty more news and resources to help you make change happen.